there. Welcome to the Calm Podcast, combining academia and life with Marilyn. My name is Marilyn Ritchie, and I have been a mentor and a scientist for 15 years, and I wanted to find a platform to reach more of the academic community than I interact with at my own university. My goal is to give you strategies and ideas for how to achieve harmony between work and life. Sit back, relax, and let's achieve harmony together. Hey there, this is Marilyn. Welcome back to another episode of the Calm Podcast. It is summertime here in the United States and I am actually out of town on vacation right now. So if the sound quality of this episode is a little bit different, it's because I'm not in my usual podcast studio. But I wanted to record today because I really wanna talk about what is happening with this transition kind of into the next phase of the pandemic, or maybe this is nearing the end of the pandemic. It's maybe a little too soon to tell, but I'm definitely starting to notice that things feel different and we're approaching what maybe is the new normal or the post-COVID reality or the late stage pandemic. I don't know what we call this time, but We're about, I don't know, 16 to 18 months into the pandemic, depending on where in the U.S. you live or where around the world you live. I do realize that there are some listeners of this podcast that live all around the world, which I think is super exciting, but that also means that um, what I'm going to talk about today could feel different where you live. I know that some countries around the world are in a very different position than the U.S. right now. Some have been in a better position than we are with respect to the pandemic, and and some are not faring as well right now. But I wanted to talk about what's going on in the U.S. because I think there are some key points of perspective that we should keep in mind as we transition into this this new reality that we're in. Um, For those of you not in the U.S., just to bring you up to speed, Things here are starting to open up. Some states have uh, lifted their mask mandates and started to allow full capacity of indoor establishments again. Vaccination rates are rising. Some states are higher than others, but uh, across the U.S., more and more people are getting vaccinated. Currently, uh, anyone age 12 and older is eligible. Um, We're starting to see more and more people travel. So as I mentioned, I'm actually out of town right now. Um, We traveled by car, so I haven't flown yet, but um, I do know more and more people who are taking flights places. And we're starting to see more and more businesses open up and remote work is decreasing and decreasing pretty rapidly. I'm seeing a lot of posts on social media and having conversations with folks that are, are headed back to work. So Things are definitely kind of rapidly changing. It's almost similar to how at the beginning of the pandemic, it rapidly, everything seemed to come to a screeching halt and everything closed and everybody had to stay home. And it it felt like it happened very fast. To me, at least, it feels like things are opening back up very fast. Like all of a sudden, boom, everything's different. And maybe that's just my perspective um, and that's not how it is for everyone, but that's definitely how I've been feeling. But along with that has come just different feelings. So I'm definitely catching myself 
feeling a little bit overwhelmed by the busyness. So I, I started to really like being home a lot and having life slow down and having time to read and um, think and have quiet. And I feel like suddenly the schedule is very busy. I'm definitely not someone who has ever had social anxiety. And yet I've caught myself in different situations, like in my head, like, what do I say? How do we, how do we act in this situation? What is, how does this work? And I've talked to people and I know others are feeling the same way. And so it's just different. And so one big thought that I've had over the past week is I've been asking myself this question, what parts of normal life or pre-pandemic life do I want to rush back to? And what life changes that happened during COVID do I want to hold on to? And I've caught myself, you know, in the morning while I'm having my coffee, thinking about this quite a bit lately. And I thought, you know, because it's something that's been kind of rattling around in my head, you know, pretty much daily for the past two weeks, I thought it would be a great topic to talk about here on the podcast and give you some of the thoughts that I've had and some prompts for kind of what you could think about in the same set of questions. As I've been thinking about these questions of, you know, what parts of life do I want to rush back to and and what parts of pandemic life do I want to hold on to, one of the things that I've noticed is that the world looks different to me now. It It's like the lenses in my glasses have been changed and things just seem really different. So for example, pre-pandemic, I was always busy, very rushed, rushing around from place to place, in crowded places all the time, you know, living in a, a suburb of a big city, but working in a big city traveling a lot to other cities, busy places around the world. Busy was just normal to me. And then the pandemic happened and slowing down was super hard. But now I feel like busyness and crowds and rushing around is so jarring. Like, not just that I have the stress of the busyness, but it almost feels like I guess maybe that's what what true anxiety feels like. I'm like almost watching it from the outside looking in. Like, why is everybody rushing around? Why is it so crowded? I find that I have no interest in rushing around from place to place. Um, I've come to really like being home. And this is new for me. I have never in my life been a homebody. I typically would always choose to go out to a restaurant and now I catch myself wanting to eat at home much more often. Um, I always wanted to travel and see new places and now I catch myself preferring to sleep at home and to be at home as much as possible. I have found that I don't need so much stuff and the decluttering that we've started to do during the pandemic, I've like I want to keep going and keep clearing out closets and getting rid of stuff. Um, I am an extrovert, or at least I have always been an extrovert before now, and I'm starting to feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm transitioning into a, a combination introvert-extrovert. I still do love being around people, just not too many, 
But then I'm also finding that I need the quiet. I need downtime. I need alone time, time to think, time to read, time just, you know, sitting on my porch or deck feels like a necessity now. And these were not things that I felt were super high priority before. I would, you know, get ready in the morning, go to work and sit in traffic and then work all day and then sit in traffic and come home and do the evening things and go to bed and do it the next day. And then there would be work trips kind of sprinkled in between a couple times a month. And it was kind of always the to-do list and the what's next list and the place to place to place. And there was very little time for quiet and thinking and reading. And now that I've had all that time, I'm not ready to let it go. I really enjoy it. So um, I'm not sure for you how the world might look different, but I have found it useful to sit and just think about, okay, what does feel different to me? What do I want to keep that change that, you know, at first, I'm not going to lie, a year ago at this time, that home time was driving me nuts. I couldn't wait to get out of the house. But then it went on for so long that I just got really used to it. So I assume that others are having similar kind of perspective changes and whatever that might look like for you, you know, it might be that you can't wait to get out of the house and that you've been home too much. And however, things might look different and you might want to interact with others or or go about, you know, work or social activities differently. Or maybe you're like me and had really started to enjoy that home time. And now kind of watching it slip away and trying to figure out how to hold on to, you know, some pieces of it. Um, Nonetheless, I think just recognizing that the world may look and feel different to you. And I think that a lot of us are going through that. And just kind of acknowledging that, that that reality is normal. And I think a lot of people are experiencing that you know, after something as profound as a pandemic, which, you know, is nothing like any of us have ever been through before, it is not surprising that as we start to emerge into, um, you know, the new reality of, of life, you know, in the later stages or hopefully at the tail end of the pandemic, things do look different. And we know that from history books in, you know, past pandemics, that's what happened. And so it's not surprising that we would experience it now. It's just a first for us. So just acknowledge that the world may look different to you and that's okay, but spend some time to think about, you know, how do you want to deal with that, that new normal or that new reality? And, and how do you want to hold on to the pieces of the pandemic that, um, not the pandemic itself, but the way that your life was during the pandemic that worked well for you. So because of all of this change, I am trying to be really intentional about the choices that I make and thinking a lot about crafting life as we reemerge. You know, what do I want it to look like? In some situations, I'm not going to have a choice. Things are just going to be what they are. But in some situations, I think we do have a choice. So I'm thinking a lot about 
things that will work well for our family. You know, there are things that we had to give up because of the pandemic, and it actually has worked to give them up. And so we're going to keep them kind of out of the rotation of things that we focus on or worrying about. One of the things we've learned is that saying no is okay. That, um, you know, there were different points during the pandemic that some people were okay, you know, doing certain things and we weren't. And so we'd say, no, thank you. Not this time. We'll do something with you another time, you know, something that we would be more comfortable with. Um, for example, my kids getting invited to Sky Zone. That's a thing that's happened a few times, you know, one of those trampoline parks. It happened a few times kind of during the pandemic, and it was just not something we were comfortable with. I'm not saying other people shouldn't do it if they feel comfortable, by all means. You know, they should. We just didn't feel super comfortable. Well, we realized that you can say no to some invitations, and that's okay. And the kids get invited to other things later. And it was just, I guess we should always know that we can say no, but sometimes it just feels like, you know, you don't want to miss out and you don't want to disappoint someone. So you just say yes all the time, but then you end up super busy and you're running around like crazy. And so definitely thinking a lot more about, you know, saying no when it just isn't going to be right for us. Um, The other point here is, really thinking about this concept of FOMO or fear of missing out. And one of the things I've been asking myself when different opportunities arise is which will I have more FOMO over? Missing out on this event, this thing, this activity, or will I miss out on being at home in the quiet? And prior to 2020, 100% of the time, I would have chosen being out going to the thing, traveling to the place, being with the people. I would have never chosen, oh, let's just stay home and enjoy the quiet and watch movies or read. I would have never, ever chosen that. And now I catch myself really thinking it through and debating which thing is going to be more appealing, you know, on Thursday evening. And, um, I guess maybe I'm, I'm telling you this just in case you're going through the same thing I am and to justify that choice for ourselves. It's not that I don't want to be around friends and spend time with people. I think it's really important and it's something that I really value, but I've come to really value that time at home with my family so much more than I even realized that I valued it, you know, prior to 2020. So as I make different choices, I'm definitely trying to you know, craft life as best I can uh, to be the way that I want it to be and being really intentional about the yeses and the noes. Along the same lines, I think it's really important for us to remember that everyone else is going through this same process right now. And where they are might be very different. Where they want to end up may be very different. I keep thinking about it like we're all emerging out of our cocoons into these brand new butterflies, but maybe they're different types of butterflies and different um, desires by each of the butterflies. So I'm trying to be really gentle with my friends and people I know who, you know, 
maybe aren't as ready as we are for various things. I I do have some friends who are still kind of sheltering in place and spending most of their time at home. They still have some fear about the virus and about getting sick. Some have children who couldn't be vaccinated yet because they're under the age of 12. And so they're still trying to be very safe and cautious and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, There are some who had social anxiety before the pandemic and now put them at home for 16 months and that social anxiety is is a, like off the charts. And so the idea of getting into social situations is also evoking a lot of fear and, and anxiety. And I think it's important that we're really patient with those friends and give them the space and the time they need because it, it's just going to take time. I also have some colleagues and friends who have a lot of fear about the vaccine. Most have gotten it. But I know a few who are, I don't want to say they're anti-vaccine because they're not anti, they're just really scared. And they're really nervous about the side effects. They're nervous about how quickly it got through the bureaucracy of the FDA. They are nervous about whether or not there are going to be long-term side effects. My kind of tactic has been to just be really kind about the situation, try to be encouraging. Um, I've told our story, you know, we have all had the vaccine, all four members of my family um, with different levels of side effects. You know, my husband probably had the worst uh, post-vaccine symptoms and then I was next and then the kids had almost nothing, you know, barely, you could barely tell they got it. But that's not everyone's story. And I know some people who had no symptoms after getting it. I know others who were in bed for a couple of days. And so I think it's important to just share what happened with each of us. Um, Encourage them that, you know, to me, the risks of the virus and the long-term side effects of the virus strongly outweigh the risks of the vaccine. And perhaps that's a personal choice. And you have to weigh those risks differently. But to me, from all of the the science and the data that I've seen, I thought that the vaccine was the the safer thing, not only for our family, but also for the community, which is why we all got the vaccine. But we need to just recognize there are some people who have health conditions that basically make it such that they can't get the vaccine. They have other religious or social situations that are happening at home that they can't get the vaccine or can't get it yet, just be kind and be patient. You know, everyone needs to get there on their own time. And the best that we can do is be encouraging and and try to help as many people get the vaccine as possible. And in the meantime, also just carry that kindness on to the folks who are still wearing masks because they are still fearful or because they have underlying health conditions or because they lived with a loved one who has an underlying health condition or they are high risk for some other reason. I think the point here is we don't know what is going on with each person's health and kind of what is happening in their home. And so before we you know, jump to conclusion 
conclusions and pass judgment about why they are or are not doing certain activities you know, related to the pandemic and this kind of post-pandemic reality. Um, just you know, focus on being kind to them and being encouraging and help as best we can as we all kind of transition into this, this next phase. The final thing that I want to bring up today is one more um, aspect of patience that I think is really important, um, not just patience with ourselves, but also with one another. And that is back to this concept of uh, not even the social anxiety as much as the social skills. There are some people among us who have been home alone for almost 18 months. Can you wrap your head around that? And maybe you're one of them and you're listening and you're like, yeah, no kidding. A lot of us have roommates or family members that we've lived with, but there are some people who have been alone, working from home, living alone, ordering their groceries online, not interacting with other humans face-to-face for more than a year. That is not something that we are conditioned to do. And so as they start to reemerge, and as we all start to reemerge back into these social situations, we've got to be patient with ourselves. I mean, I know for me, some scenarios have felt super weird. Um, Interacting with a server at a restaurant felt super strange at first. Like, why are they looking at me? What are they waiting for? What are they doing? just things that are totally natural. But when you don't go for, to a restaurant for a year, like you kind of forget how it works. Um, I, I have to say, I I've, am feeling like it is kind of like riding a bike where like once you get back into it, you remember and it, it starts to feel normal. But the pace with which we regain those social skills is going to be different. So for example, I've also seen a whole bunch of reports about um, situations happening on airplanes where, you know, passengers are freaking out or there are fights between passengers or situations between passengers and the flight attendants. And some of them have been pretty shocking and scary to watch um, the videos on the news or, or on YouTube. But I, I feel like ugh, my heart goes out to the people who are freaking out. I, I think they really are panicking like they're in a situation that they haven't been in for so long and they forgot how to do it and how to behave I'm not excusing it we need to control ourselves and our emotions and I by no means am I saying that any of those behaviors that I've seen have been okay but I definitely had a lot of empathy for the people that I could see they were panicking like they it was fear and they were in a total panic and I think Part of that is just being in a situation that we haven't been in for so long. We forget what it's like. And some of those situations can be triggering for people for different reasons. So it's important that we are patient with ourselves. If we get into a situation and we feel weird, just, you know, work through it and speak kindly to yourself. Get yourself through the situation. It will get easier the next time. If you're with someone who is experiencing 
you know, some panic or some discomfort in a situation, just be patient with them. It, it, it is hard to be back into situations that you haven't been in for a long time. You know, big crowds and waiting in line and um, interacting with strangers just isn't a thing that people have been doing lately. So be patient with one another, be patient with yourself, and we will all reemerge with, you know, back to kind of good behaviors and good social skills soon enough. So that was what I wanted to talk about today. I am really excited to see this next phase and this hopefully post-pandemic or we're at least in this kind of declining phase for the summer of 2021. Life can feel a little bit more social and interactive, which is really exciting, but brings a lot of stress with it. So I thought it was worth talking about and just being mindful that we're all going through this new phase together, even though we're all at different stages. Um, in closing, I I do want to mention a few things that just hit me this week as I've been traveling. Um, make sure you're staying prepared with things. As I've been out in the world more over the past week or two, I've noticed um, so for one, wearing masks is not mandated in the state of Pennsylvania or New Jersey anymore, but certain locations do require it. And certain people are wearing them because of their vaccination status or their comfort level. But I think it's really important to just keep masks with you, even if you're vaccinated and your state doesn't mandate them, you may go to particular locations that require it. And it has to do with the other people in that place if they can't be fully vaccinated because of other underlying health conditions, like maybe some of the employees, they still require masks. And so you have to really pay attention to the sign on the door of establishments about whether they're required or not. So just have them with you. It's not worth an argument. And and the goal is to keep people safe. If the people that work there can't be vaccinated and you have to wear a mask to keep them safe, it's totally worth it. So just keep a mask with you as you have been for the last year. Give yourself extra time. I have noticed everything is taking longer. There is so much traffic. There's tons of construction, which is great to see that the economy seems to be on the uphill swing and there's a lot more construction happening. With that though, there have been a lot more car accidents. You know, minor ones that I've seen, but just people, you know, not paying attention or not um, seeing that the people in front of them are stopping. People are, you know, busy looking at the construction. So definitely want to give yourself extra time to get from point A to point B these days. I feel like every trip I've taken has taken longer. And the last one is to pack snacks. Bring something with you. If you are planning on going to a restaurant, I have noticed that the service has been so much slower than I remember. And I don't know if that's just because I've been serving myself at home or my husband's been serving us at home. So we just are out of practice. But I've also heard a lot of people in restaurants, the managers and staff saying that they're just short staffed. You know, pre-pandemic, they had a lot more people than they do now. And patrons are starting to come back to restaurants, but they just don't have the manpower to kind of keep the level of service up to what it was before. So if it's going to take you longer to get there and it's going to take you longer to get your food, just pack a snack so that you don't get hangry. It'll help you get through that social situation in a much better mood. With that, I'm going to wrap up. Stay safe. Enjoy 
this summertime and things being open and getting to do some of the things that you missed so much. Stay healthy, be well, and I'll talk to you next time. You've just listened to another episode of the Calm Podcast. I hope that some of the strategies that I talked about are helpful to you in your journey through academia and life. As they say, it's not all about the destination. It's about the journey. Let's make it a great one. Until next time.